podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. After, why do I feel like I'm addressing the nation here? Afternoon. Um, what a mad, mad day of Barclays we've had today. Uh, every hour seems to bring out a fresh announcement. I'm not even going to be touching on Jose Mourinho going apart from to say, lol. Um, this European Super League thing, by the hour, becomes more and more real, more and more likely, I think, and actually more and more abhorrent as it goes on. I'm seeing people saying, and I've said it myself, this is the death of football, this is the end, this is that. Stuff like that sounds dramatic, but I, I actually believe it. I actually believe if this all goes through, we lose the game that we love and we've lost the reasons why we love it. Competition is inherent to why we love football. It's always about what you can go on and achieve and whether some clubs start at the 50-metre line and, and run it in from there or whether some clubs start at the zero line and run it in from there. Every single player started as a young boy with a dream. And I think that this really could impact the dreams of those young boys. And one thing that has, has barely been touched on in all of this lot, we've seen price freezes at Old Trafford for a moment now in terms of the season ticket costs. What do you think they're going to go to when it's Barcelona, Real Madrid, week in, week out? They're going to become too much. So, for those of you that have, I don't know, woken up from a coma at four o'clock on a Monday afternoon and decided the first thing you're going to do is check out this YouTube channel, I'll fill you in a little bit on what's happened. Twelve of Europe's leading football clubs, well, 11 plus Arsenal, have come together to announce that they've agreed to establish a new midweek competition called the Super League, and it's going to be governed by the founding clubs. England's Big Six, which is a term that's been around for about four weeks now, um, United, Liverpool, Arsenal, City, Chelsea and Tottenham are all involved as founders. They are among the 12 founder members along with Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, Inter and AC Milan and Juventus. Reaction from everywhere has been universally scathing. Struggling to find a journalist, a presenter, a reporter that's willing to even play devil's advocate and stand on the other side and go, well, let's hear it out a second. What's it all about? Fans, clubs, governing bodies, everyone has absolutely correctly panned this. Major US bank JP Morgan, um, a former employer of Ed Woodward's, uh, which is the reason why Ed Woodward is at Manchester United. And this is another thing. I don't necessarily believe in coincidence. Ed Woodward was at J.P. Morgan when they leveraged the Manchester United buyout. There was the bank that organised and leveraged it and dealt with all the interest rates that related to it. I don't believe in a coincidence that these are the ones that are coming back to the table now to finance this European Super League. Um, and obviously, Ed Woodward moved over to Manchester United following the successful takeover of Manchester United. Their debt finance in the new league, which will see the founding clubs receive £3.03 billion, which is set against future broadcast revenue. Recent developments that have happened this afternoon, Bayern Munich and Paris Saint-Germain are understood to have rejected the idea, as have Borussia Dortmund. 
although the plan is set to expand to 15 founder members with a further five annual qualifiers. So from the 56 nations of Europe that currently compete in the Euro UEFA Champions League, only five clubs from those nations are going to get to join this new locked-in party where everyone's a winner, unless you're not part of that little 20. Dortmund confirmed this morning that they've no plans to enter any sort of breakaway league and they're saying they want to implement the planned reform of the Champions League. The initial competition with its 15 founders has been signed up to last for a minimum of 23 years. Seemingly the length of that contract was to get some uh, TV companies to sign up and be interested in that. The Super League have held, held early discussions with broadcasters um, seeking to secure deals with absolute monsters such as Amazon, Facebook, Disney, um, as well as Sky, which would raise annual revenues worth $4 billion a year, which is roughly double what the current Champions League format earns. <sighs> People in football are angry. Luis Figo has come out and called it. The so-called Super League is anything but super... This is greedy and callous and would spell disaster for grassroots, for women's football and the wider football community. Gary Neville has absolutely gone in on it. He said, firstly, uh, that they would want to sign up to a competition that is franchise football, essentially, with no promotion or relegation, almost like the right to play the biggest games all the time. That's not the ethic and ethos that Manchester United was built on. Forget the owners, they have nothing to do with this football club, they're just custodians. The fans that come into this ground that supported this club for 100 years are the people that matter, and we want competition and the ethos of the club. Now, some might say that's gone already, but forget the owners, they have nothing to do with this football club in terms of the actual history of the club and its long-term future. They'll be gone, just passengers in the night as far as I'm concerned. I love that from Gary Neville. The Premier League has sent a letter from the Premier League uh, Chief Executive Richard Mastered to all 20 Premier League clubs, was really strong and, um, and laced with warnings to the big six. He says, we do not and cannot support such a concept. Premier League rules contain a commitment amongst clubs to remain within the football pyramid and forbid any clubs from entering competitions beyond those listed in Rule L9 without the Premier League board uh, permission. I cannot envisage a scenario where such permission would be granted. UEFA said every club and player participating in the Super League will be banned by UEFA from all UEFA and FIFA competitions. UEFA will sue every club participating <laughs> 50 to $60 billion or euros. Now, today, UEFA actually announced their new Champions League format, which by itself is actually still mental. There's still provisions in there for you to not qualify and still qualify. There's an increase from 32 to 36 teams. It's a 36-team league system. Each team plays 10 games, five home, five away. How are they selected, Steve? Uh, by fucking random, lads. Fixtures get determined on a seeding system so the clubs are ranked by European performance. The top eight in each group go through to the next round, which essentially creates a round of 16. There's four extra spots. League 1 get one. One goes to a team who performed well in a previous campaign. What? The last two are safety nets for clubs that have underperformed, but they're good old boys. They've got a good club coefficient. This is based on European performance over the last five seasons. If teams finish fifth to seventh uh, and are still in European spots, based on that coefficient, they can still qualify for the UEFA Champions League. 
This is still an old boys club. This is still pretty egregious. But it's not the you'll never be relegated. It's still very loosely based on competition. The the European Super League one, which is just minging, uh, is, yeah, you can just fail for years and years and years and happily sit amongst everyone else at Europe's top table. I say Europe. There's three nations involved out of the 56. There's 53 nations not represented there, and you want to call it the European Super League? Do me a favour. There's still lots of questions. Lots and lots and lots of questions. UEFA have said that the Europa and the UEFA Champions League will carry on as normal this season. The Prem haven't confirmed anything. What happens to qualification following this season? What happens to United for next season? Honestly, the more this has come out, the more we've heard, the more details that have come out, makes me think that this is happening. When the news sort of broke yesterday, it was egregious. And there's been a little bit of talk of this coming for now a couple of weeks. Obviously, it exploded last night. Part of me thought, is this setting up the acceptance of this bullshit Champions League format, which it is bullshit. It's still bullshit. It's just not as bad bullshit. And that's what I thought they were doing. They're going to go, hey, we've got this crazy wild idea to absolutely fucking destroy football. Or you can have this, which only destroys a little bit. Knowing everyone will go, whoa, that's crazy. Let's do that. But the more it's come out, the fact I've seen the website, the fact all of the clubs have come out and made a statement on it, makes me think, actually, that's not the case. And they're fully committed and determined to go and do this. Let me read you this out from Manchester United. This is what they've put in the formerly great local newspaper, now disreputable online blog. They, these crazy arseholes think that they're paying homage to Matt Busby by removing the competition element. Let me tell you this. Matt Busby wanted Manchester United to go and compete with Europe's best because he thought that was the future of football. Compete being the operative word in this. He didn't want to say, hey, Manchester United, we're pretty good. Can we have a free ride for the rest of eternity and ruin English football? No. Sir Matt understood that there was a, an extra step to go to and was a pioneer and a visionary in seeing that the European Cup would become that. Manchester United have essentially used the MEN as a press release to try and calm people down and have dragged some Matt Busby's fucking name into this, and it's actually sickening. This is, a, this is hanging. Let me read this out. Manchester United are drawing inspiration from Samat Busby's trailblazing venture into European Cup with their support for the widely condemned Super League. Senior United sources believe there are parallels with the defiance of Busby and the current regime's support for the Super League, a 20-team concept that would effectively end United's participation in the Champions League, formerly European Cup. United became the first club to compete in the European Cup versus British Club in its second season in 56, despite being uh, in opposition from the Football Association. The Babes reached the semi-finals in 57 and again in 58 when their hopes were wrecked in the Munich air disaster which 23 people were killed, eight of them United players. Busby was so gravely injured that last rites were given twice as he lay in Munich hospital and recovered. Ten years later, he led United to their maiden European Cup triumph at Wembley. United have likened their breakaway plans to the pioneer 
innovation and charge Busby drove in the late 50s. Fuck off. I can't even begin to describe. I need to go speak to my granddad and see how. I, I, do you know what? I can't go and speak to him. That might fucking kill him if I tell him that. That is so backwards in thinking and wrong. It's disgusting. How dare they? How absolute dare they try and draw parallels with this? So Matt Busby was about competition. Manchester United didn't get back into it until the 1965-66 season because we was decimated by Munich and had to work our way back to being a club that could compete in England before earning the right to go and play the very best across Europe. We didn't say, all our players died in a plane crash last year, can we come in for free? Don't fucking dare try and say Samat Busby would be all about this because there's not a fucking prayer it would be about this. Not a prayer whatsoever. This is going to absolutely decimate English football. Here's the thing, right? Do I like Liverpool? Absolutely fucking not. Do I like Manchester City? Absolutely not. Without them, it's shit. You need enemies. You need people that you can play against. Scottish football was absolutely dire when Rangers got relegated. And Scottish football fans will tell you, yeah, without the old firm, it was just watching Celtic win it season after season. It was absolutely ridiculous. What the fuck do you think happens to English football minus United, Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal? Arsenal can't stay in the top 10 of English football. They think they're going to stay in the top 15 of Europe. If Brentford get promoted, they'll be the fucking fifth biggest team in England. In, in London even. Right, there's a couple of super chats here. Let's have a look at them. SK says, we need to attack the sponsors, broadcasters, e.g. Amazon. Get the government and MPs and sign petitions on change. I would sign the petition. It at least actually leads to it being brought up and um, discussed in Parliament. Otherwise, the MPs are a fucking waste of time. Luke says, thanks for making these videos. Bringing a voice to the fans. I'm devastated. Feels like I've lost the club my whole life. I'm ashamed of Manchester United being not just a part of this, but that fucking ball prick's going to be the vice chairman of it. Not only are we part of it, we're part of it. We've literally, some of the people that have got around the table and gone, hey, I've got an idea. The water boy. Canal's a big super chat. Go on, lad. What can be done to help stop this unjustified slap in the face of football fans? VAR killed the orgasm as a 40-meter volley. It did. This will kill football's heart. Competition is what makes me wake up in the morning. Please let the public know what we can do. I don't... I don't know. I honestly don't know. Ross says, what happens to Stretford Paddock? It was built over Manchester United. Where does it go from here? The football club or a fan channel. Yeah, we've, we might have a decision to make here. There's talk of boycotting the competition. There's talk of boycotting the club. And we have to, we have to consider both of those things. We really do. There'll be people that, uh, you know, there was conversations upstairs where people said, I'm getting rid of my season ticket. I can't support this. You just got to shrug your shoulders and say, yeah, I, I support your decision. This is bullshit. 
the problem I think that, fa that you face with all of this is when, when you boycott, people boycotted for FC United in 2005, thousands of people. It didn't make a fucking drop of difference. There's always enough people to come and take your place. And I saw enough in the comments on the videos on here and on the comments on uh, on Twitter last night where if people boycotted, there was a, there'll be enough idiots that go, well, it's United Real Madrid, I'm in. And that's wrong. But there will be. There absolutely will be. And do you know what the allure of playing Barcelona is? Because Barcelona are a fucking challenge. And we play them once in a blue moon. Fantastic. When you're playing them week in, week out, they'll become West Brom for you. What happens when United and Real Madrid end up bottom of their fucking group? Can't get relegated. You've got nothing to play for. It's a dead... It's seventh versus eighth in the fucking Super League Western Conference. United and Real Madrid. People going, remember when they used to be really mint? Now look at them. You'll kill the allure of that. What about the fans that are going to go travel to those away games? You're not going to West Brom now. Quick little shunty down the motorway. You're going to Madrid. Or, or Milan. It's so wrong. But I think the reason people are upset, or a massive reason people are upset, we saw it coming. People have been talking about it for a long time. And I think we all probably fear this is going to happen. And I think that's the issue. I'm very interested to see, will the FA or the Premier League, and UEFA actually sanction these clubs. Will the FA sanction Real Madrid? I'll be amazed. Will the FA sanction Barcelona? They couldn't even sanction City for breaking the rules over FFP. Are they going to kick them out of competition? I'll be absolutely amazed. I really will. Um... Need to see a protest from the managers and players. Stand up for what's right and risk your job. Can't happen if they're going to play. It won't happen, I don't think. It won't happen. Harry says, feels like I lost 20 years of my life supporting the club. Uh, the club I love has died inside of me. Just move the top one up for us, please, Joe. It's from Matthew. Are they forgetting that after Munich, the likes of Real Madrid offered to loan Puskas and we rejected it? We didn't reject it. We wasn't allowed. Um... Foreign players were weren't permitted to play in English football at the time. Uh, Team Man says, "I never thought there could be anything that would make me disown the club that I've loved all my life. I can't support Glazer FC. I feel lost." Aditya says, "Their deeds won't justify the name Manchester United." I am from India. The only thing I liked about England is going to die. Chips are good. Alfie Palmer says, we're ashamed of the club and it's got nothing to do with people that really matter like Ollie and the lads. I'm glad my granddad isn't alive to see this. There's going to be a lot of that. If United join this, if we're fucking driving the ship, us and Florentine Perez, Joel Glazer and Perez, fucking BFFs for life, them two. 
If United do join this, they'll do so by accepting that they no longer represent the values on which the club was built and fans buy into. Club ceases to exist for me. Bold words, don't necessarily disagree. Will I arrange protests with fans? Um, I don't get listened to. So we have a supporters trust. We have uh, the, the Red Army. I'd look to those guys and I'll support what they do. Imagine if Skull scored that goal against Barcelona in the Super League and we played him every week. The atmosphere would be nowhere near as electric. No. Not just that. How shit would it feel just qualifying when you've been shit? Oh, yeah, we're shit. Like, do you know when we came seven from the Moyes and we was well shit? But if you're like, hey, we get to use our special one time, well, we can use it every time we want, actually. Play card, that means we get back in the Champions League again. You're like, don't fucking put us in the Champions League. We're not good enough to be in the Champions League. Why are you putting us in the Champions League? It's nonsense. These clubs would be nothing if it wasn't for the pyramid they are walking away from. Correct. Uh, ESL is about as prestigious as the ICC. Yeah. Go down a bit for us, Joe. Would I bring the Scottish teams what into England? They might have to, but that murders Scottish football. It's not really f fair on Scottish football. Magnus says Norwegian here. My dad, who's been a fan of United since the 80s, will find another club in England to follow if this goes through. We love United, but what makes us great is the Premier League. And Reese says... They've clearly waited until the fans aren't in stadiums to finalise and announce this. There would be riots. I do find the timing curious. And curious because today was when UEFA were announcing their Champions League reforms and they put this out last night. Does no one find that, like, really suspicious that that went out at that sort of time? Because I find it mega suspicious. Tyler says, when billionaire owners, billionaire companies, corporations and billionaire TV companies get together in a room, it's the fans that lose. Correct. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted in Manchester United. I always, Joe said this to us a while ago, you feel like United are the goodies in all of this. And this doesn't feel like that. Well, this isn't that. It really isn't that. You can't even spin this into a way where it might be. But... It always felt like Manchester United tried to do the right thing. Always. Pre-Glazers. And now you just think, I hope everyone hates us because I fucking kind of hate us at the moment. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. These owners have... You know their next steps. Games in the USA. Do you know what? Thank you uh, for bringing that up, uh, Matt G. Yeah, I was thinking, quarterfinals, let's just have them in Dubai, shall we? Well, should we put one in Australia? What about one in Texas? Why not? Why not? They already tried to do that with game 39. That got just completely shut down. I almost guarantee that to get the money back, to make the 10 billion that they're going to need for this, yeah, Dubai will be bidding for the final. Here you go, European Super League 1, Dubai. Ridiculous. Um, Tom says, part of qualifying for the Champions League is the sense that you're good enough to be there. They, Glazers don't want to compete now, let alone when there's nothing at stake. Oh, this is disgusting. Two of my best nights were 99 and 08. You have to earn the right to play the best in Europe. Say no to the American model. Back to what Tom just said there. 
at the moment, they only put in the minimum to compete in this. If we get put in there with no relegation, you're going to be in it every week. Do you actually think they'll be motivated to spend to make us the best team? Peter Kelly, he says, just seen your tweet about it being the Glazers' plan all along when they bought us. If this falls through, hopefully they F off. You're going to need some severe sanctions from FIFA, UEFA and the FA for this. But I almost think that money is ruling this decision that much, they won't give a toss. And maybe it won't be Manchester United. Maybe it'll be the fucking Florida Red Devils that ends up entering this thing. But I think they're going along with this no matter what. I spoke to someone this morning and I didn't like what they was having to say. And they was talking, why do you think United have picked up all of these young lads like Ahmad and Palestri and all of those sorts of players? Do you think they'll be playing first team or do you think they'll be playing in the domestic league that comes? I hope they're wrong. We've allowed capitalists to run our club and their first priority when they wake up is how much money they make. Do you know what though? They're not even very good at it. They're not even very good at it. 30 years and this is it for me, says Dave O'Gorman. Tears of joy and tears of hurt I've shed for the club. Thousands of pounds spent following the club home and abroad. See what? You can't buy that. And it's gone. Give us the next one. Having a Super League final in Australia might be the only good thing to come out of this, should it happen. <sighs> Scott McTominay goal against City feels like a, the last goal and memory we'll ever see at Old Trafford. God, you're not wrong, though. Interesting that City owners changed their mind. Uh, what do I reckon they were offered? Probably the final always been in UAE. In Dubai's UAE, innit? No comment. I don't know what we do. It's absolutely sickened by United trying to... Hey, Matt Busby did it. No, he fucking didn't. No, he fucking didn't. And do you know what? Not only did not Matt Busby not do it, you don't get... What happened with the babes? You don't get 68. You don't even get Sir Alex Ferguson. Do you think Aberdeen get to play Real Madrid? Not in this. Not anymore. If you're a United fan and you're Fordish, you need to boil your fucking face. You shit on everything that this club stands for. Laters. Sports Social Podcast Network.